Welcome everybody, Hush Tones podcast from the Filibuster Freestyle to the max today. I'll explain it more in a minute, but we had a baby and we have a sleeping baby live in the studio taking the professionalism of this show down even further than it has ever been in its seven year history. Luckily the sleeping baby is my baby, so it's cool that it's here, but we gotta be extra, extra, extra Hush Tones. Subscribe, rate, and review if you still feel like it. <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, but anyway, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Here comes the theme song, and we'll be talking about having babies and what that's like in the first week right after this. Filibuster, filibuster freestyle. Filibuster, filibuster Watch freestyle. Watch out for the filibuster. Filibuster. Freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. It's the filibuster freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. All right, so 7.30 in the morning here on a Saturday. Been up for about two hours already. Went to bed around 9.30 last night on a Friday night, big Friday night. Woke up around 11 just to see the tail end of the Celtics blow game six and unfortunately allow the Miami Heat to uh, force a game seven. And so we'll see if the Celtics can punch a ticket to the finals or not. But they had a prime opportunity last night, and I woke up just in time to blow it, went back to bed, got up early with, yes, that's correct, my daughter. Chief Marketing Officer Cindy Harrington and I spent all of last week from May 17th until this following Monday uh, in the hospital. We had a baby. We had a daughter. She came early. She's doing great. Cindy's doing great. The aforementioned baby is sleeping. Cindy's sleeping. And like I said, it's a Hush Tones podcast. So few thoughts on this whole having a baby thing after a quick sip of coffee. Speaking of coffee, unofficial sponsor of the week, Nespresso. Today's flavor, Odaccio, going down really nicely. Anyway, let's look at the notes. See what we got. So, thing about having a baby. Some of the advice you get from people who've already done this and already have had a baby or already raising children, some of that advice is absolutely reassuring. The first couple days, the first week, there are so many questions of, is this normal? Is this right? Am I ever going to do blank again? Or am I ever going to have time to do blank again? Or whatever it might be. And you get advice from people, and they know how it feels, and you don't. And that is absolutely reassuring and valued. So to those who have reached out, friends of the show, not friends of the show, who are parents or have been parents, etc., of newborns, thank you. None of the advice anybody gives you is bad. And like I said, a lot of it is incredibly valuable or at least reassuring. But what I find funny is there are people who don't have kids who try to give you advice on having a newborn. And that's a hard pass. That's a no for me, dog, to quote Randy Jackson. I don't care if your siblings have kids. I don't care if your friends have kids. I don't care if you were a babysitter in high school. If you don't have kids and I just had one, thanks but no thanks, give me advice about something else. Now, of course, the exception is medical professionals like nurses who don't have kids yet. You know, whether they do or don't have kids, those nurses, those medical professionals are experts on taking care of newborns. They have a lot of 
experience in taking care of many different people's newborns. They, of course, can give you advice, and that advice is, of course, incredibly valuable. But if you don't get paid to keep babies happy and healthy, and you don't have kids yourself, skip the advice to somebody who just had a kid. Thanks. Because that's like taking marriage advice from someone who's never been married. At least the person who's divorced has actually gone through the process of being married and then not being married again. They can give you advice, whether what to do or maybe what not to do. But for somebody who's never been married to give me marriage advice, unless they're a marriage counselor, why would I want that? Same with having a baby, folks. Switching slightly the gears, if you will, pregnancy is kind of like being engaged. Hear me out on this one. It's a momentous, game-changing event in your life, but it's temporary by design. Think about how many times you get engaged, or how many people you know who get engaged, and they introduce, say, their fiancé as their girlfriend or their boyfriend, and they screw it up for the first couple months. And then, you know, a year later, they're married, and all of a sudden, you got to start getting used to saying, my wife or my husband or my partner or my spouse, whatever. Because being engaged is typically temporary. Being pregnant is absolutely temporary. It's, you know, a 40-ish week process if all goes well. Maybe a little bit less time, maybe a little bit more time. But so, you know, you get used to, in my case, having a pregnant wife. And then all of a sudden, your wife's just not pregnant anymore. And of course, it's another momentous occasion to get married from being engaged. And it's supposed to be more permanent. And certainly, similarly, being pregnant is supposed to be temporary. And having a baby and raising that child is supposed to be, by by design, much more permanent, if not completely permanent. So these are the kind of things that I never thought about until my daughter was born. So let me pivot. Why am I here? Why am I sharing this? Well, number one, the only thing I even have time to attempt to talk about while my daughter is sleeping is the fact that she's here now. Um, And I'm glad that she is. But unfortunately, her first week of life coincided with two more mass shootings in this country called the United States of America. And I've been thinking about this a little bit, and everybody else has said this, but you can't be pro-life and anti-gun control. AR-15s, which unfortunately are the weapon of choice of all these mass murderers and mass shootings, AR-15s are literally designed to murder human beings and end their life. So saying that you're pro-life and, and, and anti-gun control is impossible. If you are not being a massive hypocrite, it is impossible. You can say, of course, that you're pro-life and pro-guns, and you can believe that that's a real stance that a serious person would have, because plenty of people do it every day. But spoiler alert, that's not true. You cannot support AR-15s for non-military people, for civilians to have, and then thump thump it that you're pro-life, and that life begins, you know, whenever you think it begins before before birth. You can't you can't do that with a serious face. None of us take you seriously. And if you're in your little echo chamber, your little vacuum of people who feel the same way as you, that you can believe in AR-15s and believe in being pro-life at the same time with a straight face, again, stay in your echo chamber. You're not a serious person. But we treat babies, excuse me, we treat unborn babies in this country better than we treat actual babies in this country. 
And I'm not the first to say that, and I won't be the last, unfortunately. But let that sink in. The exact same people who fight for the rights of an unborn baby seem to stop caring about them immediately the second they're born into this world. There are babies born in this country, and it's easier to get assault rifles than it is to get baby formula currently. Hypocrisy knows no bounds. Democrats, Mitch McConnell is going to do it the next time he's in power. He's going to end the filibuster. Democrats, end the filibuster. Vote in gun control. It's worth it. It's worth it. The democracy is in tatters anyway. Mitch McConnell is hell-bent on obstructing, obstructing, obstructing until he gets his way. We're already seeing the Supreme Court make what two, three, seven years ago would be considered incredibly radical judgments on things like Roe versus Wade. End the filibuster. And the show is named after the filibuster and the art of filibustering. I will end this show if you end the filibuster. Because here's the thing. When Mitch McConnell ends the filibuster, if you don't do it first, I will not end this show. I will keep filibustering. So everybody, please, I know you're really enthralled with Johnny Depp and his trial with Amber Heard, but stop watching the Johnny Depp trial and pay attention to the state-sponsored terrorism that members of Congress are allowing to happen daily by obstructing the ability to put universal background checks on, at the very least, the very least, for assault rifles. Obstructing the ban on high-capacity magazine clips. Wake up. Stop watching Johnny Depp. Stop being enthralled with Will Smith smacking Chris Rock at the Oscars. That is not important. That does not matter. That is a diversion. We need to wake up. We need to channel our obsession with celebrities and make real healthy change. We need to fire members of Congress by voting them out. We, 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 we keep saying, you know, Sandy Hook was 10 years ago. We keep saying how much is enough, but we don't actually focus long enough to change it. Now, there are a zillion problems in this world and there are a zillion problems in this country, but the only country that is a developed nation that has this problem, which is 1.3 mass shootings every single day in the United States in 2022, so far this year, through May 25th, it was like 144 days, 200 and something shootings. 1.38 shootings a day. We are the only country in the developed world where that problem still happens. So yeah, we all got problems. The whole world, the whole country, every single one of us. But Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and Will Smith and Chris Rock are not real problems. This is the only country with this problem. It's not about better doors. It's not about good guys with guns. It's about being real with the problem and holding people accountable. I'm really glad that I became a father officially on May 19th. But I will say this. I've never been okay with these mass shootings, but it definitely hits different when you think about your kid who now is sitting on my couch looking at her right now, somehow sleeping through this rant, this hushed tones rant. But wake up. Johnny Depp's not important. 
Amber Heard's not important. Chris Rock's not important. Will Smith's not important. Unless any of the four of them join all of us and stop this mass shooting problem that is the only country in the world with this problem. And that's all I got today.